For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you learn to work the word of God against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wielder's way. Hallelujah and praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Wilder's Way. I'm Minister Alzada Perrier, and I'm so grateful that you are back with me. Those of you who are uh, followers of this podcast, I thank you. I love you so much. And those of you who are new, welcome. And I love you too. I'm so grateful and thankful that you did decide to tune into this podcast, uh, The Wilder's Way. Um, it is my desire that I put your minds at ease, even in the midst of these tough times that we are in. And when I say your mind at ease, I mean three E's you're going to find when you listen to the Wilder's Way. I want to um, edify you, exhort you, and encourage you in these tumultuous times and to let you know that you got to know the word of the Lord. You got to know how to work the word against the wiles of the enemy because he is determined to keep you from living your best life. He is determined to keep you bogged down by fear and anxiety and the uncertainty of all of these things that we are facing as a nation and individually But I want to let you know that God is on the throne and he is in control. Hallelujah. And he always looks out for his children. As you know, we are in a new year, 2022. We're already in the second month. Can you believe it? Already the second month. Uh, We're in the month of February. And um, I just want to say for 2022 in the prophetic community, one of the buzzwords for this year is the word opportunity, opportunity. Everybody is looking for an opportunity, a chance to obtain wealth, a chance to be in a new position at work or experience promotion of some kind, um, an opportunity to invest, an opportunity to say yes to a proposal of marriage. Um, opportunity is the big, big, big buzzword that's going around. Um, and apparently God is getting ready to, and I believe that he is for those of us who are ready. That's the key is going to present you with an opportunity of the, of a lifetime of a lifetime. Amen. It just takes one yes from God and your yes in obedience and your whole life can change. Um, but this is the deal. Understand that while God is going to present you with an opportunity, so is the enemy. When he gets wind of of what God is trying to do in your life, he wants to make sure that you screw it up. And so he tries to throw a monkey wrench in the game by presenting you with an opportunity, an opportunity to do something. And watch this. He'll make it look like it's good, but it's not God, which brings me to the day's title. Uh, Is it good? Or is it God? That is something that we really need to ask ourselves uh, in the excitement of an opportunity that was going to come our way. We have to know if it's good or if it's God. This is why I don't know about you, but I always ask for the discernment of spirits to be able to determine what spirit is at work here. Is this God or is this the enemy? Now, the Bible says that all good and perfect things come from God, and it does 
they they do absolutely and i'm not saying that um a good thing is not necessarily a good thing it can be but then there's the god thing the difference between the two is that um the god thing is the thing that you're called to it is the thing that he wants to send you to it's the thing that is in his will it is the thing that you have been born for it is the thing that's going to require the anointing hallelujah that destroys yokes so you it's the lane you know we always talk about being in your lane staying in your lane amen so that's what that is that's how you know it's a god thing and watch this while God doesn't tell us everything, unfortunately, because <laughs> I'm certainly a person that not likes to know everything, um, he's not going to do that. Uh, but know this, he does want to tell you something. It would make no sense for God to call you to a thing and tell you no thing about it, to tell you nothing. That's ridiculous. And God knows that. Um, but what he also wants you to know is that you need to make sure that it is him. He said in his word that my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. Um, so the longer that you walk with God, you read his word, you meditate on his word. Um, you'll get more familiar with how he speaks to you. Sometimes he does it through a still small voice. Sometimes he'll send a prophet. Sometimes he'll speak through your leaders. He'll speak through nature. Um, and sometimes he'll speak with you or to you with that still small voice. Amen. And so I really want to, um, admonish you to, to ask the Lord for the gift of discernment of spirits, because you gotta know when the opportunity comes, if it is the Holy spirit or if it's a demonic spirit, can I present to you a scripture? Cause you know how I do, um, the whole point of, uh, the wilder's ways to talk about the word of God. Um, there is actually a story that I would like to share with you that can be found in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16. I'm going to start at verse six, just really quickly here. Paul has been converted now, uh, to, uh, become an apostle. Jesus Christ himself hand selected Paul to be an apostle to the Gentiles, to spread the good news. And it is this, that salvation, the perfect work of Christ on the cross is afforded to everyone. Now, no longer are you required to keep the law. We're no longer under it. You do not need to be circumcised. You just need to confess Christ as Lord and savior and by faith receive what he has done because it is God's desire that no man perish and that every man, woman, boy and girl come into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. But here Paul is um, starting his journey to go to specific places and regions to fulfill his assignment. The thing that we know for a fact is that God was clear um, that what he wanted Paul to do and Paul was clear what God wanted him to do. Amen. He knew that even though he had not started the journey with the 12, he knew he was called by Jesus Christ. And that was his, um, his power and authority to go forth. He was sent. Amen. And that's the key really quickly before I get into the scripture. The one thing that you want to make sure is that God is sending you to do a thing and you're not sending yourself. Amen. <laughs> but here we are. Acts chapter 16, verse six. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, 
they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. So the continent or the area of Asia, they had already been forbidden, not by man, not by themselves, but by the Holy Spirit, not to preach in that region. So it should have been clear. Don't even try to preach the gospel because the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to. Next line, verse seven, after they had come to Messiah, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the spirit, what spirit in this case, the Holy Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Messiah, they came down to Troas and watch this. Here's the key. Verse nine, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him saying, come over here to Macedonia and help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia. We, meaning him, Timothy and Silas, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Now, here, as I told you, um, you want to make sure that God is sending you. And in this case, God is sending Paul, Silas, and Timothy over to Macedonia. Paul had received the vision from the Lord uh, of a man in Macedonia asking for his help. So what am I saying? So clearly the Holy Spirit did not want them to go to Bithynia. They didn't want him. He didn't want him to preach the gospel at all in the province of Asia. But this is the thing. Remember when I told you earlier that God will reveal to you at some point where he wants you to go. And he did it by way of a vision for Paul. This is why Paul knew without a shadow of a doubt that he was called to go to Macedonia. Now, the scripture does not tell us why the Holy Spirit did not want him to go. And, you know, you don't want to put anything in the word of God that's not there. But I often wonder why he didn't want him to go. Could it be that he did not want Paul and Silas and Timothy to go there to preach because it was somebody else's assignment? Or could it be that those people were not ready to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit did not want them to waste their time? And even more importantly, could it be that if they would have gone there, that they would have lost their lives? We don't know. But what we do know is that the Holy Spirit didn't want it to happen. And baby, it ain't. It's not going to happen. When God does not want you to do a thing, he loves you so much that he'll reveal to you not to go. He always sends a warning and we need to heed it. And watch this. If Paul would have did it anyway, first of all, he would have been in disobedience, which would have been a dangerous thing. And second of all, nothing would have got accomplished because the anointing would have not fallen on him to do the work that the Lord had not sent him to do. When you hear the word apostle or apostolos, that means sent one. You want to make sure that whatever it is, whatever assignment that you are given or when this opportunity comes that God is the one who is sending you and watch this don't have nothing to do with being an apostle 
If God is sending you to open a business or sending you to the marketplace or sending you to go to your desk and pull out some paper and a pen and write a book, you want to make sure that this is your assignment because watch this. When you know it's God, there's some other things that you're going to know. You're going to have his provision. You're going to know what that is. You're going to know the people and who they are to connect with. You're going to know exactly what to do on your assignment because when he sends you on an assignment, it's something that he wants to do there. Don't have nothing to do with with what you want to do, but what he wants to do and what he's going to do if you show up. Yes, get excited about opportunity. Absolutely. I would be I just would be ridiculous to tell you not to, but be very cautious, my friends, because you want to make sure that you're sent. You don't want to create opportunities for yourself or do things on your own strength and merit and assume that God is going to bless it. God wants to tell you specifically what he wants you to do. And if you are under the sound of my voice and you do not yet know what it is, Still do the work of prayer and fasting and seeking his face. But I beg you, seek him on the matter and be like, Lord, I'm not going unless you come with me. I'm not going unless you're sent. Can I share with you my personal scripture for this year? One of many is Proverbs 16 and 9. It says that a man plans his way, but the Lord orders his steps. Now, there are some times where God will have you do a thing. He'll place it on your heart, but he wants to determine your steps. And so even when it's a situation like that, he's still sending you, he's with you. Amen. And you want to make sure that God is with you. And so my encouragement for you today is get excited. If you've been prepared, if you are going through the process or have gone through the process and you're coming out of the other side of the wilderness, be ready be prepared because an opportunity is going to come. But I'm telling you, I pray that the Lord brings back to your remembrance this podcast and you be like, okay, I've got this opportunity. But when you go in the secret place, I really hope and pray that you say to the Lord, God, is this good or is this God? Because I don't want nothing that you don't want for me. I don't want to go anywhere that you didn't send me because I need you and I need the anointing. I need your provision. I need the people. I need clarity on this opportunity. Bible says you have not because you ask not. So ask the Lord, is this good or is this God? Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of The Wilder's Way. I look forward to serving you again in the next episode. Thank you so much. Um, Please make sure that you tell your friends about this podcast. Share it. Share it on your page. I'm on most of your major platforms, so you'll be able to have access to The Wilder's Way. Um, And again, I love you with the love of the Lord. I look forward to being with you once again for a new episode. I'm excited about the new content that's coming. uh, And uh, I pray that you have an amazing week. God bless you. Bye-bye.